0: Hey, welcome back to Pigeon Hockey. This is Chris, and today is co-host Sebastian. Hello, hello. You know, as we're just a goalie in a goon that have taken one too many pucks or fists to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So be sure to follow us on Twitter to let us know what you think, and also be sure to comment and share any hockey games, news, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, Sebastian, the NHL Seattle Kraken expansion draft is only a few days away, and the lockdown lists—what are they called? I, I call them lockdown lists, but the, the protection lists. There you go, the protection lists. The lockdown protection lists are dropping tomorrow, Saturday, July seventeenth, and uh, we just kind of wanted to talk about who we think teams may or may not be protecting. There's a few movements right now; nothing insane or crazy happening yet. Duncan Keith has been traded. A couple guys have gotten contracts, like Duclair. Guys have gotten injured and they're not going to be protected like Shea Weber. That's a big name out there. But we're going to talk about what we think teams may or may not be protecting. And I'm just actually going to cheat and use the ESPN article about the expansion draft and kind of look at the names they're dropping on that article uh, in regards to this whole entire conversation. So, um, yeah, let's jump into it here. So what's one of the teams you're kind of interested in in chatting about in terms of the expansion of who they should or should not be protecting?
1: Well, you know me, Um, I'm a Sens fan, Um, and my eyes obviously directly went to the Sens. And there's one on ESPN and one I've seen really everywhere, and that's Colin White. So everyone, a lot of seen is is people are, the Sens are protecting Colin White. Um, There's a few different ones I've come across and I was reading about it. And and don't get me wrong, Colin White has had his moments, he can be good, Uh, but to me, the guy's got, I believe it's two or three years. Here, I'm going to look Cat Friendly and cheat. Um, he's got three years left on his contract at $4.75 million. If Seattle wants that contract to take the player, I mean, take him off the books. You know, Ottawa's got a lot of young guys coming up, and I get you need some guys that have, have been there, but to me at 4.75, it's not worth. I'd expose Colin White and then maybe, you know, keep someone else in, in under wraps. Um, and then obviously the hot topic right, right now in Ottawa is with, you know, they're, farm you'd call it of goalies they have i mean it's DeCord versus gus the bus and to me you protect gus the bus don't get me wrong DeCord can play the puck you know it was a cool story when he won his first nhl game you know last minute start and all that but to me gusson came in and basically showed that he was an nhl goalie the other thing too is i i don't understand why why you're not just protecting gus the bus and, and protect, uh, protecting DeCord both of them and put matt murray up there because the thing is he's got such a huge contract played and I'm sorry to say awful last year had a couple of good games here and there but to me Seattle's not going to touch that contract there's better goalies no. out there why not expose them
0: 100 percent, I would expose them like has audible has dropped its official list yet or no uh,
1: I have not seen anything yet uh that doesn't mean it hasn't happened while recording this it could have been dropped while we started but uh, as of right now there's nothing been been out there yet but everyone's saying you know you got pick one of these two guys no absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Expose Matt Murray. No one's going to touch that contract. You pay, you, you paid yeah. him a lot of money for quite a while. No one's going to touch that. And that's to me, if I'm a GM, I'm putting out my big contract, guys, unless, you know, it's, it's a McDavid or something like that, obviously. But, you know, a guy who's been underperforming on a huge contract, put him up there. Is Seattle really going to, you know, take a, someone who's a little older on that much money? Absolutely not. At least I wouldn't, but that's just me.
0: For the goalies that are going to be available for this expansion draft, the ones that are going to have to be exposed <laughs> – if I'm Ottawa, I'm letting Matt Murray be exposed just based off the fact that I know Seattle's Ron Francis is not going to be interested in taking him. I wouldn't touch Murray, Matt Murray at the 10-foot pole, and I'm a Sabres fan. I'm like, we've already had bad goaltending. Why would I want to bring on Matt Murray? I'm personally looking for a solid goalie like Jake Allen because you know they're not going to expose Carey Price. So I am going after Jake Allen as my starting goalie based off of what I know now is exposed goaltenders. We'll see what the list ends up becoming tomorrow. But... Yeah, I <laughs> I have no problem exposing Matt Murray because there is no GM in the NHL, I think, that's going to touch that contract right now for how ill-performed he's been over the last couple of seasons. So maybe he finds some magic again, but I wouldn't bank on it.
1: No, um, I, I completely agree. I mean, I misspoke here, so I'm going to go back. I didn't say protect both. So what I meant is, you know, you protect your young. I, to me, you protect Gustafson, and you leave court out it? there. Um, you know, and you definitely expose Matt Murray. Um, to me, I think there's better goalies than DeCord, so I don't think they're going to be touching him. And Matt Murray, they're definitely not going to touch. If they take him, thank you, Seattle. That's all I have to say.
0: Yeah, uh, Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Ron Francis isn't going to do that. And since you talked about your out-of-senators, I guess I'll just jump in on my Buffalo Sabres. ESPN has Eichel and Reinhardt being protected, which makes sense. They're a massive trade bait. You're not letting them walk for nothing. There's a lot of teams that are interested in those players. Rasmus Asplund being protected, 100% I would protect him. And looking at the the players that we can expose, I figured, you know— Based off what we did a few weeks ago with Cap Friendly, he was exposed. I snatched him up because he is going to be just a stellar player in the National Hockey League. Casey Middlestead, I'd expose. They're protecting him. I'd expose Casey Middlestead. I think Casey Middlestead just needs a fresh change of scenery. He's a talented player. He's just not going to work out with the cancer that is the Buffalo Sabres. Victor Olufsen, 100 protect goal offs in. Tage Thompson, okay. Anders Bork, uh, you know, 100% protect him. You know, we traded for him. And then when it comes to Rasmus Alain, Yokoharu, and Ristelainen, yeah, because Ristelainen as well as trade bait, which is weird. And ESPN has no goalies protected by the Buffalo Sabres. If, I think that's kind of dumb. Obviously, you don't protect Carter uh, Hutton. But when it comes to Linus Allmark, I wouldn't resign him. But I also think he's a huge piece of trade bait. I think Allmark needs a fresh start with a team that has a fighting chance to be a competitive team. Uh, he's a good goalie. I just don't think he's meant for a struggling organization anymore. And I would 100% t- you know protect Allmark just to use him as trade bait because there's a lot of teams that are still going to be interested in the goalie of that caliber. So I just thought uh, what they had in the list was kind of absurd, a little bit weird, but uh, mostly it makes sense. But a few questionable errors on who they decided to protect, but stoked again to see who Buffalo does and doesn't protect because basically whoever we're protecting is – Truthfully, with how bad of an organization we are right now is just straight-up trade bait. What what other team would you like to kind of jump on here next?
1: I think for me, one of the other question marks, like you said, is something that make you scratch your head. And they go to Winnipeg Jets, and they're protecting Dylan DeMello over Logan Stanley. Logan Stanley is a monster, first of all, of a human. He's huge. Um, he's younger. Mm-hmm. He's got some upside. I get Dylan, dilemma, Dylan DeMello. That's a mouthful. Um, you know, he's a vet. He's, he's, he's constant. You know, he doesn't score a lot of goals, but he's there for you. But to me... You know, the Jets are still building. They're not quite there yet. Keep that young horse in the stable, you know. Pr- they're probably going to take Dylan DeMello out of the protected list, but that's fine. Let him go and bring in another vet. I mean, Suter just became available. Why not try to make a move on that?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting to see who they choose to not protect. Again, they're they're guessing as much as we are. They're just paid to do it. And, uh, yeah, I... It's going to be interesting to see who Winnipeg actually protects. I'm looking at Washington and, you know, not freaking out. Alexander Ovechkin is not listed sure because he's not under contract right now. So he's really not. There's no real threat to have to protect him, which he's staying off of a contract right now. So they don't have to protect him. So it's actually pretty smart for him and the organization. But they protected Backstrom, Oshie, Kuznetsov, Wilson, Ellers, Mantha, Shiri, Carlson, Orlov, Dylan, and Samsonov. I found a couple interesting names here. Now, Kuznetsov, I think it's time for him and a change of scenery, so I think he's kind of trade bait. Uh, Mantha, um, maybe trade bait, because he really hasn't worked out as a Washington capital. Connor Sheary, I don't think you're a threat of Seattle taking Connor Sheary, truthfully, from Washington. I was stunned by that name out there. Carlson Orlov and Dylan make sense. And then Ilya Samsonov. If I'm the Washington Capitals and I have to – choose protect Samsonov versus Vanishek, I'm choosing Vanishek because if they don't 100%, if I'm the Seattle Kraken, I'm going after Vanishek. I'm not necessarily going after Samsonov. And I will say, in the episode mean you did a few weeks ago, the goalies I decided to snatch were... Jake Gallen, number one, Vanishek, number two, and Kevlinix, number three. Now, unfortunately, you know, uh, Matisse Kevlinix died a hero a couple weeks ago on the 4th of July, protecting other people. And uh, really, really, really sad story there. But, uh, you know, man, what a kid. What a kid to do what he did um, and protect other people and unfortunately cost him his life. Uh, In terms of Seattle going after a guy... And and him no longer being available, I would, I don't know, man. I don't think Samsonov still would be a guy I'd go after. He he didn't have the greatest season last year, and yes, he did get hurt. But I protect Vanacek. Otherwise, he's gone, one hundred percent gone. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm just kind of going through some of these lists, and just kind of, yeah, I just saw, I read that you know um, Ben Bishop wave. There's no move clause. I mean that that's a huge potential pickup for, you know, Seattle, you know, and there's just some of these teams, it just, you know, and I mean, for me, I think, I think one of the smartest moves if we're going to talk about this is one of the smartest moves, what Montreal did basically by Weber coming out and being like, Hey, here are my laundry list of injuries. And here's potentially how long I'm going to be. And then, (laughs) you know, having that contract and then exposing him, that's smart Montreal because they are now protecting, you know, they they want Ben Schrott, they want Jeff Petrie and they want Joel Evanson. They're protecting all three. And I think I think that's that, that's the smartest move to do. Um, does Seattle want to make that move and try to bring in an older body who potentially might not play? Uh, maybe Seattle wants to pull the old Tampa Bay Lightning and put you know um, Shea Weber on the on the in the injury list and then bring him back for playoff time. Who knows? Um, but I think to me, one of the, one of the teams that has a hard decision to make is St. Louis Blues. Um, the, mm. On this list I have here, they have Justin, Volk, Justin Falk protect. He's 29 years old. Don't get me wrong, Justin Falk's been great for them still. Uh, and then they have young Vince Dunn. Uh, Vince Dunn was part of the playoff run. He won a cup. He's been there. He's He played very well, I think, in my opinion. So are you going to protect a guy who's probably going to be out of the league within the next two to three years at that age? Or are you going to keep a guy who can you know continue going? As of right now, they have Falk over Dunn. Um, I think teams really, especially in St. Louis' shoes, where you know your captain wants to leave, your goalie hasn't performed to his contract you signed to. What do you do? Are you in a rebuild? Are you in a retool? I think you keep Vince Dunn, but that's just my
0: opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I think it's a pretty good opinion. In <laughs> my opinion, I'm I'm really intrigued to see who Seattle actually ends up taking. I can't wait to see people's lockdown list tomorrow, or what are the protection lists? Protection lists. Protection list. I'm I'm sticking with lockdown lists, man. They're not going uh, to Seattle. Stick down lockdown lists tomorrow. <laughs> well, yeah, that's good. No, they're you know what the protection list will be like. One of the teams that stuck out to me were the Toronto Maple Leafs list and. You know, I know neither you and I are fans of this organization. We're both in a Sabres and Senators fans here. So we're very intrigued to see what the the enemy is may or may not do here. Uh, Obviously, they're protecting Matthews and Marner. You know, their generational talents. Uh, Tavares has no move clause, which I beg him to waive. No, just kidding. You can get so much for Tavares, it's stupid. And then lander. that makes sense. And then they have Riley, Muzzin, Brody, and Hall protected, as well as Jack Campbell. Go, the defense here is what stuns me. Riley makes sense. I don't know if I'm protecting Muzzin, Brody, or Hall. I, I know in my, in my episode a couple of weeks ago, I, I drafted Hall. Obviously, he was the guy I would target if I was Seattle. I just don't know if I would... Based off of the talent they have on the Maple Leafs and you look at their roster, if if that's the guy I'm protecting, if those are the guys I'm protecting, it's – I don't know. I just think that – I don't know. They Also, I see all these rumors, and this is what's frustrating me about the Toronto Maple Leafs. All these rumors, oh, they're going to go after Landis Cog, and they're going to go after – Oh, what's that other big name forward? I'm like, you guys don't need any more top six forwards. You're 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 chock full of them. You need some solid defense and some solid goaltending, guys. This ha- this this routine hasn't worked for you. Tavares hasn't worked for you. These guys haven't worked for you. You don't need any more top six forwards. Give up the pipe dream of Maple Leafs going out there. All the best forwards. You guys have the best forwards right now. You have some of the best forwards in the National Hockey League. You need defense, and you need goaltending. Stop dreaming about these goal scorers. You're just – the Maple Leafs fans just irritate the hell out of me, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, looking at the list, talking about the Leafs, um, TJ Brody over Travis Dermott is, to me, insane. Um, That's insane. Absolutely insane. And they
0: just re-signed Dermott.
1: Yeah, exactly. And TJ Brody played – you know, I'm sure Lee fans are coming out and be like, now he has this average or this, whatever in the playoffs. He had some questionable calls that led to game winning goals. Um, to me, you keep the cost effective younger kid in Travis Dermott and you expose TJ Brody, but you know how Toronto goes. If you're a local kid, you're a God. Um, if they trade you, cut you, don't sign you, you know, Trauma Maple Leafs are the worst team in the world. And that's, that's Sean Maple Leafs Twitter. We can go about that for days. Now another one that I, I kind of want to get your opinion on, and I, to me I mm-hmm. think it's obviously one hundred percent the right move, and that's the Thatcher Demko versus Brayden Holpe, and they've got right now Oof. Thatcher Demko. On so here, and so, so they're
0: protecting Demko or Holpe?
1: They're protecting Demko, and I I absolutely
0: oh one hundred percent I agree with that too. Like I'm a big Holpe fan. I'm you know I love my Holpe beast. But when it comes to like uh, you know Tre- Demko's the future of the organization. Yeah, he didn't have the greatest season. Okay, whatever. Uh, but he's one def- hundred percent like if they don't protect him, he's gone. Hopey Still, if I have a chance to choose between Hopi and Allen, oh, I don't know, man. I might actually choose Holby. It's a struggle. It really is a struggle. But honestly, they're they're getting super awesome options there in goaltending. And Hopi, what he's only got. Was it a two-year contract they signed or a three? Maybe it was three. Two makes sense because I I can't imagine I'm having to pull up the Vancouver Canucks here. I wish they'd alphabetized these. Oh, wait. I can actually alphabetize teams. I kept friendly. There we go. That helps a lot because otherwise it just go randomly here. So it looks like Vancouver Canucks. Goal tendons. Going down. There you go. 4.3 for two years. Yeah, Hopefully. That's a hope. He's a solid goaltender. He can carry your organization the first year. He can be the first goal. Like he can be your Marc-Andre Fleury. Hope he's a Stanley Cup winning goaltender, you know, and he's a Saskatoon boy. So I 100% go after him and his turtles.
1: Well, And now that we're talking about goalies, I do want to ask you two more questions, see what you think. So we're looking at the Florida Panthers here, and they're protecting Sergey Bobrovsky On that massive deal and how he's been so up and down, Would you risk losing, you know, Chris Drager or would you go ahead and expose Bobrovsky in hopes that either, A, you know, they don't take him with that massive contract or B, they take him off your hands and you're able to run with Knight and Drager?
0: I would expose Drager because I don't think they're going to go after him. I think he's going to be trade bait. Um, If they go after him, great. He's a fantastic goalie. I would love to have him on the Buffalo Sabres in a heartbeat. I don't know if with the the available goaltenders, that's going to be the guy they go after. Uh, So I would totally 100% protect Bobrovsky. He does have a big, fat contract, and I think the contract is way too high. But I also think Bobrovsky is still the goaltender of the Panthers' immediate future. He proved it last season. Knight's up and coming, but he's still young. He still has a lot of development. I think having him in the AHL or wherever he's going to be playing next season is the right move for him, I think. Making him the backup to Bobrovsky is not the right choice. He's got to develop a little bit more maturely as a goaltender, but he's 100% the future face of the franchise. But right now, Bobrovsky is the face of the goaltending franchise in Florida. So I'm 100% protecting Bobrovsky and exposing Drager for real. I don't think they're going to go after him, considering what's going to be available in Florida, which. And oh, also let, let me talk. Let me talk about Florida real quick here because they're they're protecting Huberto, Barkov, Hornquist. God, I cannot pronounce Carter's last name, but well done, Carter. Bennett.
1: For people who are listening, these are not the actual lists. These are just lists that ESPN created.
0: Yeah, yeah. And right now, hypotheticals, right? Vetrano, Declare, Elkbald, Forsling, Yandel. (laughs) They just bought him out. (laughs) ESPN, you're wrong. And Bobrovsky, right? So they've got some talent on that team and they just, they just resigned to Claire and they just released Yandel. So honestly, ESPN's list right now is just doing nothing for me. So what, yeah, what's your second part? So for me, my second question I had for you was, and I've seen this more
1: than once. So I'm going to say that maybe there's a source that knows about this. Um, according to ESPN, they believe, and like I said, many lists believe that the Los Angeles Kings are going to expose Jonathan Quick, who has five, who's a cap hit of 5.8 for the next two years. As Seattle, do you take a swing and hope that he still has got some magic, or are you just not touching that?
0: They've got so many good goaltender choices. I'd take a swing at Jonathan Quick. I don't think he's lost his magic. Again, a multiple goal, you know, multiple Stanley Cup winning goalie right there really solid goaltender. His contract isn't scary. He's not Bobrovsky level. It's not like you're pumping out $10 million for a goal. You're pumping out 5.8 million on a proven goaltender. And he's gotten older, and he hasn't been as good. But I would take a risk on Jonathan Quick for two years at 5.8, 100%. If, if that's one of the choices uh, Ron Francis wants to make, then I would take the risk on Jonathan Quick. But again, again I would take the risk on Hopi. I would take the risk on Jake Allen. I don't think any of these goalies are significant risks. Uh, It's nice that if you're going to be starting a a team in Seattle, you try to get, you know, I don't believe in the whole local boy concept, but I know they're going to try to go after TJ Oshie out of the Washington Capitals, but they're going to have to trade for him. They're not going to expose TJ Oshie. So having like a guy like Jonathan, like Hope, he's a Canadian boy. Bobrovsky is a Russian kid. Jake Allen is, what the hell is Jake Allen? But I think going after like, a a Team USA goaltender like Johnson Quick would be pretty cool for a team like Seattle to start off with. After that, who cares? Seriously, who cares? Seattle fans are going to want wins, and they don't care if the players Russian, Belarusian, Canadian, or whatever. They they're just going to want to win. They're going to want the success Vegas had, and I don't think they're going to get it. I don't think. The team, the, the league's not going to be as shocked by Seattle being good as the, the, the league was shocked by Vegas being good. McPhee did a wonderful job in Vegas building that team and making them a Stanley Cup contender in season one and beyond. No one's going to be shocked by Seattle this time. No one's going to be underestimating Seattle this time. So Seattle's not going to have kind of the luxury Vegas had. Kraken and Fann are going to want wins. That's what's going to be important. Hockey's great, but after a couple seasons, if they suck— It's gonna affect the franchise. So this 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 fan base is used to success. Look at the Seahawks; they're gonna want wins.
1: Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's a business, and you know the business is good when you're winning. So I uh, I absolutely agree with that, and I think that uh, you know I'm excited for this draft. Um, I don't always I don't like when the draft comes up because you know your player your team's gonna lose probably a player you like. But you know I'm I'm excited for it, and it's kind of a a compact time for hockey right now I mean, it's all exciting i mean we got draft draft honestly it's as crazy as it sounds training camps around the corner
0: it is training camps are around the corner so we got the like the Seattle expansion list and the draft and then the nhl draft and the free agency and then free agent camps and and this during this entire time you are going to be getting married and we won't be able to chat so we'll be bringing back on good old original co-host steve the Habs fan extraordinaire, who is still devastated by the Montreal Canadiens' failure to win their 25th Stanley Cup. But until then, all of you listeners here, you know, thanks for tuning in again. Uh, let us know what you think in the comments of Twitter, and uh, let's get ready for that Seattle expansion draft. It's, it's going to be exciting. But until then, this is Chris and Sebastian of Pigeon Hockey. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time.